You're listening to Lead Defend, the podcast designed to help you grow in faith and leadership as you navigate the stages of your young adulthood. We address important faith topics and provide practical life tips, helping you build your faith as you engage in a changing culture. Here are your hosts, Seth Tucker and Ryan Scantling. All right, Ryan, today uh, we're going to be talking about transitioning to college. Uh, just want to jump in and let you take take the reins on this since you're a BCM leader. Yeah, I think for a lot of students, transitioning to university life is a, I mean, it's the largest transition they've ever gone through up to that point. Really up to this point, everything in their life has been predictable. You know, they've gone to the same school, even if they've transitioned around, it's never really been their decision. It's always been the decision of their parents and to a great extent, even who they hang out with that your parents chose the school district that you would go to and the friend group that you would be exposed to. This is truly the first point in a person's life where they have the freedom to explore who they are and do new things on their own. So up to this point, everything's been predictable. They're friends, they're classes, and you've kind of had this idea of where you're going and what you're doing next. College is the first time where that's just turned on its head and you get to explore new things, try new things, fail in new ways, uh, and really just start some some different stuff over. And so I think one of the things that's really important through this stage of life is really identifying what's important. And so identifying those things that for you are big factors that have to be a part of this next phase of life, that transition. You remember the time when you stepped on the college campus. What, what was important in your life then and how did that shift over your college career? Man, um... I think what was important to me early on in my college career uh, was my identity in athletics. Hmm. Um, I would say what else was important was at, at some point I really wanted to like just be an excellent student. I'd never made a B until I got to college. Yeah, that was never me. Yeah, and then I get to college and I'm like, man, what what are good grades going to get me? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, keep that scholarship, but other than that, not a big deal. Other than that. You you know, for me, I think I went to college not knowing what to expect. Uh, But I think it's important for students as they transition to that place to say, these are some priorities to me. Whether it's their faith or saying this group of friends is going to be key, or even just family. How am I going to relate to those? Those are all new questions that they're going to have to ask. For a lot of people, they're not going to live in their parents' home anymore. So even the question of, Man, how do I communicate with my parents now that I'm outside that realm of college is a really, really big thing. Yeah. And that's why it's important to start well. You know, there's... That reminds me of the story that I was trying to tell you about earlier. Like, I had grown up in a high school where, like, my parents gave me a lot of freedom. I could could go do just about, you know, everything that I wanted whenever I wanted. But I just had to let them know where I was going and what what, who I was with. Mm -hmm. And uh, my third night at college... Uh, me and some of my guys in my dorm, my hallway, we were, we were just talking, getting to know each other. We decided we were going to go to IHOP at like 2 a.m. So I called my mom at 2 a.m. <laughs> and she answers the phone and she's like angry at me. She's not that I would that. call her and ask for permission while I'm a college student. And I had to learn, like, I'm actually making these decisions on my own. Yeah, that, that, that's a big <laughs> deal. And just learning that you have the freedom to do some of those things. That's right. But that also means you have the freedom to do really, really dumb things oh, yeah. and land yourself in a ditch really quick. Yeah. Uh, so it's important to know what's important. It's really key and crucial to know what's important, but also just to start well. You know, there's a saying, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Mm. But I find that the people that say that never started well. 
That's a good word. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So the people that say it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish, never really started well. So how can you go to campus and start off your college career really, really well? I think it takes a couple of things. First off, you have to get involved. Right when you hit a college campus, whether it's a community college or a trade school, anything, there are all these groups that you can get connected with, involved with. In fact, most schools have an organization fair, something like that. And it's all these groups vying for your time, fraternities, sororities, Christian clubs, organizations, social clubs, saying, we want you to be connected with us. And it's important to get involved, but it's also important to understand this is what's key for me, succeeding in college, but also getting involved in the right things. A faith community is a huge part of that. Yeah. But it's not on a lot of people's radar as they head to a campus. That when they get to school, they need to at least have an idea of, man, these are some Christian ministries, some campus ministries, and some churches that I could check out. Of course, I work doing BCM on my campus, and so uh, when you get there, that's the unique thing about our particular context, that if you're in Arkansas, that there's a BCM at every college campus in our state that you can connect with and get involved with. That's a really important part of it, getting involved in a faith community where you can grow and develop in who you are as a leader, all of those kind of things, and those things set the pattern for the rest of your life. Now, it's really crucial those first three weeks, Seth, that, that you do some things that set you up to succeed. Uh, so, for example, you want to surround yourself with a group of friends that enables you to do that. Psalm 1 really speaks a lot to that. It says, how happy is the man who does not. Mm. And then it lists, follow the advice of the wicked or take the path of sinners or stand in the group of mockers. And it's interesting that it describes someone who makes decisions to be around the wrong people. Yeah. And so those friends that you find yourself with the first three weeks tend to be the friends that you do life with the rest of your college career. So, so Ryan, are you telling me that if, if I went to like a Christian university even, that I might, I might find myself amongst the wrong friends? Man, I think it's very possible. <laughs> you know, I, I think those are some common misconceptions that, that yeah. if I... And, man, it's honorable. A lot of students yeah. say, I'm going to a Christian school because, man, I want to develop and grow my relationship with Jesus while I'm at college. That's great, but just know that because it's a Christian school doesn't always mean that only believers are there. Yeah. In fact, that's a healthy thing. So are you telling me then that there are faith communities built around our secular campuses as well? Dude, you know, too? <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> In fact, I think that these secular schools, state schools, even private schools that are not faith-based are places where you can really grow and thrive in your faith to a whole new degree. It's no longer your parents' faith that you have the opportunity to take ownership of it in a huge and significant way. I also love, if I can jump in, I love that you've put first, like one of the first things we talked about was what's important to you, mm. right? Yeah. And I think if you're going to step into your first three weeks, like you said, you're going to set some some ideas or patterns, some, some direction for your college career. If you don't know what's important to you as you go into college, you're going to just, your first three weeks are going to get wasted. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to blow with anything that, that, that kind of ensnares you one way or yeah. another. Yeah. That if you don't have this pattern, this guiding principle that leads you, then you'll just go off and do anything or everything with anyone. Because like you said, there's going to be so many people vying for your attention early on on your campus. And, and if you don't know what is important and what direction you want to go, you might just follow anybody. Yeah, I, I think though... Even though there are a lot of scary things that are involved with the college campus, I, yeah. I think you mentioned that, man, there are some scary things to get involved with. But, but man, college is a place that you shouldn't be fearful of, but that you yeah. should have the freedom to walk into knowing 
This is going to be one of the most challenging moments of my life, but also the most rewarding time of my life. Mm-hmm. It'll be the time where you make those friends that you'll have the rest of your life. It'll be that time where, man, you get to experience things that you've never experienced before and explore new things that you've never explored before. So that's an incredibly helpful thing just to go in knowing. I often ask students that are transitioning to college, are you more excited or nervous as you head to campus? And people are all over the map. Some are more excited, some are more nervous, and I feel like those feelings bounce back and forth until the day you move in. And then there's so much to be involved with. And that's why there are a couple key things those first three weeks. Like, you need to get involved. You need to go do things. There's a temptation to sit in your room and kind of clam up saying, oh, the activities will come to me, and it never does. That you have to go and get involved and hang out and do those things. Now, we need to talk about some pro tips. Like, as you transition to college, these are some pro tips. And this is uh, some stories I love telling. The first thing is there's a key indicator on almost every college campus in the United States as to if you are a freshman, and new to that university. So every university is going to give you a key card, like a lanyard that has your student ID. And it's usually your access into dorms and different things. Now, most universities put that that that, that key card, that photo ID, on the lanyard. Now, there's a surefire way to identify yourself as a freshman to everyone else on campus, and that's to wear that lanyard around everywhere. So first college pro tip is this, that once you get to campus and the university gives you your ID card, take it off the lanyard and put it in your wallet, put it in your pocket, anything but a lanyard. Because there's nothing that identifies you as a freshman where upperclassmen are going to point and be like, oh, there's a new person on campus more than that lanyard. Unless you're trying to date a freshman. Yeah, I guess, (laughs) unless you're trying to date a freshman. And so, yeah, maybe even this, freshman girls, can I just say this, that if you don't want those creepy senior guys coming to hit on you, like get rid of your lanyard quick because they will. Like it happens. Yeah. These guys that have been single all through college think this is my chance. There's a freshman that doesn't know any better that will fall for me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. So that's it, yeah, it's interesting. We host uh, beginning of the year big freshman events and stuff, and sometimes there's those creepy senior guys that have just never dated, and they're like, "This is my shot." Well, they so, finally got out of their dorm room. Yeah, They've been in there for four years. It took years. them four years to get out, but that, that's true. <laughs> the second thing, not only don't wear that lanyard, the second thing is find your classes beforehand. Mm. So you get this class schedule. You usually make it the summer before you start college, and a lot of people think, oh, no problem. I'll walk across campus the day of that 8 a.m. class, make it happen. But every professor, right when a particular class starts, really at the beginning of the semester, reads... This is course such and such, section such and such, I'm professor such and such. And then they say, if this is not the class you're supposed to be in, you can feel free to leave now. And every time, there's that one person who's sitting at the very front of the class who has to stand up in front of everybody and walk, and there's a slow clap for that person. And it is the most embarrassing moment. I've literally seen students after that moment drop out of school and not come back. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it, wow. for a person that's an introvert, it is yeah. incredibly embarrassing. So that just is, make sure, yeah. just make sure that you go and find out where your classes are on campus before any of that happens. And then the third thing that I would say, the third pro tip is never eat alone. Because, you know, a college campus is a unique thing. Early on, there's all this activity. Everybody's there. There are literally on some campuses thousands of new students all starting at the same time, hundreds at, at many, but even still a large portion 
And so it's super important never to eat alone. Sometimes you can get your food, go back in the dorm. Don't do that. Because in the first three weeks of school, nobody knows anybody. And so that's a time when you have great freedom to go and sit by somebody new and say, hey, listen, I don't know you. You don't know me. It's cool. We're going to make new friends. Now, after three weeks, that's really creepy. Yes. And people are like, yeah. who the crap are you coming to sit by me all random? So <laughs> the first three weeks, never eat alone. Just make it happen. Yeah. Now, there are a couple places where you can really make friends. You can get involved, find those communities. Some of it's Greek life. You yeah. can do that. And if you're a student that's looking for Greek life, man, find them, get involved, jump right in some clubs, organizations, but a lot of it is that church or campus ministry that you need to be involved in. Now, BCM is Baptist Collegiate Ministry, and it exists all across the state of Arkansas anyways, but also all across the Mid-South and at most universities in the nation uh, going under different names. And if you're in Arkansas and you're looking for a BCM, you can actually go to absc.org, the Arkansas Baptist uh, website, and you can find some information about connecting to college ministries right there. There's a really cool event actually in the fall that happens where a lot of these college ministries come together. It's a fall retreat. And so you could go join in on that as a place to make friends in a faith community. And you can find out more information about that at myfallretreat.com. But man, this college season is a time where people can really grow and explore, learn a lot in their faith, and, and really just develop into the person that God is calling them to become. I remember I made my greatest friends in college, and it was a time that has so benefited me. A time that I look back on and I think, Man, if not for that season, I wouldn't be who I was today. I think a good thing to remember whenever you're starting off uh, in anything is to remember that the decisions that you're going to make reflect your values. Hmm. And so, like, if your values are faith, family, and friends, then, like, you need to make the decisions based on that. Yeah. Because if you might say that my values include my faith, but if you're not going to get plugged in in some sort of faith community— that clearly shows me that your values aren't what you think they are. No, that's exactly right. And, and so just encourage these, encourage anyone going off to college or even like going into the young professional world, if you're, if you're not going to college, like just make decisions that reflect what really matters. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important for people to recognize that college is the most transformative period of your life. I really do believe that and that most people make more significant decisions in that four-year span of college than any time before or any time after. It's typically during college that people will determine the person they're going to marry, or at least the type of person that they're going to marry. Yeah. They determine their career. They determine uh, a lot of times where they're going to live, what options are going to be able or available to them in the future. And, and it is the burden of my heart that I would, I would hate for a person to make those decisions apart from a relationship with Jesus. But I think you also have to see university life as this, that college is that time where you are around more people from different backgrounds than ever before or possibly ever after. Yeah. And so it's a time to be incredibly effective in your relationship with Jesus and sharing Jesus with other people. Yeah. I mean, college is that time where you can share the gospel with people with yeah. greater freedom than ever before but also with the potential of a greater harvest than ever before. That's right. I mean, God has literally brought thousands of people to specific places called university campuses, I think, so that they can hear the good news of Jesus. That's right. And I, one thing that drives me, like, you know, so at BCMs, a lot like Mike, I was at a, I was at a Christian campus up in Bolivar, Missouri at Southwest mm -hmm. Baptist. I played baseball, and, and I had a lot of classmates that... Um, 
they love to go on mission trips. BCMs yeah. go on mission trips, right? Yep. That's well and good, right? Like that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that just really like you know rubbed me the wrong way was uh, was I had a lot of classmates that would love to go on a mission trip overseas, but they would rock right past students that they knew didn't know Jesus. And man, just an encouragement that like you need to realize your campus is a mission field, and you can be a leader for the sake of the kingdom of God right while you're in college, yep. right? And from the start as a, as a freshman, absolutely. And and man, just don't neglect to to share the gospel and to look for relationships to grow into gospel relationships uh, as as freshmen in college, um, because you can waste those five years or those four years, five you know for some of us. You know, <laughs> I just get well. I, I think that's a great point. I think yeah. a person has the opportunity to walk into a college not just as a place that they have to spend the next four years to prepare for a lifetime of work. But to a place that God has uniquely called them to and placed them at. I mean, mean, think about it. There are thousands of universities in our country. And God has brought you to a specific one at a specific time, I think, for a specific purpose. Yeah, I visited five campuses before I chose my school. And I realistically did not decide based on some inert feeling that this is what God wanted me to do. I made just a logical decision. And, And what was awesome is... I don't think I could have gone to any other campus and had the same experience. Yeah, but God brought you there for a reason. Exactly. And I think you have to understand that, man, God has placed me at this university for a particular time, for a particular purpose, so that I can be effective in growing in who I am in preparation for the future, but also, man, in following Him right here, right now. And college is that place where you set patterns in your life that really helps to grow and develop you over the course of your Forever. Yeah, and, and so just to encourage your freshman going to school for the first time, like look for ways that you can go ahead and begin the process of doing ministry on your campus. Uh, plug into that BCM, plug into the local church, and uh, just look for where people congregate and go meet people. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. And I know there are some of you listening that you have questions about what it means to transition to college, all those kind of things. It's a crazy period of life. If you have those, we want to be diligent in answering them. So you can send an email to leaddefend at absc.org. And we would love to personally just respond to those things and even help you connect to a church or campus ministry in your particular area. No matter where it is, we would love to help get you connected. Well, we're excited to continue uh, this Lead Defend podcast, and the next couple weeks we have some really exciting content coming up, but uh, we wanted to just take a moment, especially as the fall has come around, to talk about transitioning to college. That's it for this episode of Lead Defend. Until next time, check out our website at leaddefend.org for details on the next Lead Defend conference, or shoot Seth and Ryan an email at leaddefend at absc.org. If you want to help us out, rate and review Lead Defend on your podcast app. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Now go lead. A podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention.